0: What's up, friend? Welcome to the Sober, Single, and Saved podcast. I am your host, Crystal Cuellar, and I am here to share my experience and expertise to help you live an alcohol-free lifestyle, prepare for your godly husband, and fulfill your God-given purpose. I'm so happy that you are here. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button, and let's dive right in. So what we're going to be talking about is the different lies that you may be believing um, that is hindering you from your walk with God. And that is also hindering you um, from accepting and receiving the godly spouse that the Lord has for you. Um, And these beliefs, these different lies that you're believing most likely is also keeping you stuck in toxic cycles. Okay. Okay. So I originally had wrote down three different lies that you may be believing. However, um, I actually have some notes and I just really want to go over all the ones that I have. There's like 16. And so we're just going to kind of flow through them and I'm going to elaborate on the ones that I feel like the Holy Spirit wants me to elaborate on and then we'll just kind of go from there. Okay, so let me go ahead and pull up my notes here and here we go. And if you are here on Facebook, um, I would encourage you to go ahead and share this with a friend, um, comment below, let me know where you're listening from. If you are listening on the podcast, um, share this with a friend as well and tag me on social media. I always love to see, um, your tags and I love to hear, you know, your feedback on the podcast and what you think. And I also love to, um. Just hear about maybe even different topics that you guys want to hear about. Um, obviously, in this season, I'm talking more about relationships, godly relationships, and things like that. Um, I will say before I fully get into this, um, tomorrow, I'm going to be talking a little bit more about trauma in a sense where... Okay, let me just say this. So what I've seen with a lot of women that I've worked with and just seeing your comments um, from the posts that I have been doing recently is that what I see is that a lot of women get stuck in these relationships where the man is saying that he has had trauma in his past and so that is why he can't commit, right? So we're going to talk a little bit about that because I did a post yesterday that wasn't necessarily on trauma. It was about commitment. And basically what it said is that um, in so many words, it said that if a man is ready to commit to you, he will, right? And if you are in a space where you are waiting and where you are wondering where you stand with a man, that's what it said. If you're wondering where you stand with the man, um, the answer is nowhere, right? And so um, what I've noticed is from a lot of the the comments that were either on Facebook or um, on TikTok is people were like, well, you know, it just depends because, you know, that person could have went through trauma and they may take a little longer and so forth. And so, um, like I said, I'm going to talk more about it tomorrow here on Facebook. Um, on the podcast, it'll probably be released next week. But I just kind of wanted to say a little note on that. Okay. Because first off, I'm a little rough around the edges. So sometimes when I post, it may sound like, um, harsh, even though I don't think that that, um, post sounded harsh. Um, but I think for, for so long, I was so used to pushing things under the rug where it's like now, like, I just know that it's more beneficial for myself. Um, it's more beneficial for myself to be honest with myself. And so therefore I'm going to be honest with you and all of the clients that I work with, they all appreciate my honesty. They all appreciate me telling them the truth in a loving way, of course, because that is going to help them set be set free. That is going to help you be set free, right? We all want the friends around us that are going to validate us and make excuses for us. And you guys like, in my opinion, like those are probably not like the friends that you should have in your closer circle, because those friends are going to help you stay stuck. And so I say all that to say is that I'm going to be like your best friend here that is going to tell you the truth, okay? I'm a little rough around the edges, but I do say it with love and know that I have the best of intentions and know that I've worked with plenty of women in this space and navigating their single season and navigating sobriety and navigating their faith, um, where you know again, like I'm not perfect, what human being is, but just know, like whenever I post, whenever I share these different things that I'm sharing with you guys, whether it's on the podcast or on Facebook or what, whatever platform, um, just know that I'm coming from a space of experience. I'm coming from a space where this is what the Holy Spirit has shared with me. And then there's also going to be times where I'm just going to say things wrong, and I'm human, and it is what it is. But my heart is right. Okay, so. Just wanted to say that without going fully into that topic, but that's what we're going to talk about tomorrow. And again, if you were on the podcast, um, you can expect that episode uh, sometime either, yeah, it's probably going to be next week. Um, you can expect that episode next week on um, why that may be, and we're going to go into details there. But today, what we're going to talk about, again, is the different lies that you may be believing in your life. And we are going to just straight up combat that with scripture, okay? Okay. What I always share with my clients and what is um, true in my life that I do as far as a practical and a spiritual thing is um, I really take what it says in 2 Corinthians very seriously. And what it says is that we take, that we are to take every thought captive, that we are to demolish the lies of the enemy. We We are to demolish any arguments, any lofty opinions that go against the word of God. Right. And the Lord put that in his word for a reason, because he knows that our thoughts are powerful. He knows that we can build up this thing in our head or build up this thought in our head or be, or have a certain experience. And that will give us a thought in our head, which ends up um, becoming a belief, which ends up coming, becoming our truth. Right. So he knows how powerful that is. And so what ends up happening is, we all do this, we all have this, is when we have, when we just go through life, right? Life is crazy. When we just go through life, when we have different experiences, we start to take those experiences and we get thoughts in our head and those thoughts turn into actions and, um, those thoughts turned into beliefs, which turned into actions is what I meant to say. So thoughts turned into beliefs, which turns into actions, right? And so when we have toxic thinking in a sense where we are believing lies about ourselves and we are not fully grounded in our identity in Christ, when we don't really know what God says about us, we will be marinating and meditating on lies, right? Lies from the enemy, lies from what have... um that we've just been conditioned to believe and then just things that we've experienced in life. Right. I know there's many things that we've all experienced in life where it's like, you know what? Like, I don't even know why I believe that. That's, that's such a lie that I've been believing. And once you start to find your identity in Christ and you start, um, you start reading your word, the Lord will bring those things to light and he will show you. Sorry, guys, I need to take a drink of my, my drink real quick. He will show you the actual truth. Okay, so um, so we're going to literally do what it says in 2 Corinthians, I believe it's 10.5, where it says to take those thoughts captive and to demolish them, right? Demolish the lies of the enemy. And this is not only going to help you in your walk with God, but this is going to help you to start to fight in the spirit. The Lord has really been showing me more and more what it looks like to fight in the spirit, to go into spiritual warfare, right? And it doesn't always have to be this big spiritual thing. It really can be practical things like we are going to talk about today, okay? So we are we are pretty much putting this into practice, right? We're putting that scripture into practice, but I want you to know also that this is, in a sense, spiritual warfare that you are that you are fighting, or you are fighting in the spirit when you are doing this exercise that I that we're gonna do here together. Okay, this is not where the focus is gonna be on the enemy, the focus is on Jesus. Jesus, the Holy Spirit, teaches us how to fight in the spirit because when we know our authority, we are able to fight in the spirit, but we also know and need to know when it's time to let God fight our bottles as well, right? So again, this is not to be like, oh my gosh, I have the authority and this and that. No, we have the authority only under Jesus, right? So we want to make sure that we are walking in our identity in Christ, that we are walking in our authority that Christ has given us. Okay. That is where my heart is. That is what I want you to grasp from this. And I want you to see that it can be very practical when it comes to fighting in the spirit. Okay. So let's dive into these lies that you may be believing. And this is for men or women. Okay. This is for all of us just as a body of Christ that we believe, but. What I want to focus on today is um, knowing that these lies that you are believing is hindering you. Um, it's allowing you and opening a door to your bad habits. It's giving you an excuse to settle in those bad habits, addictions, and so forth. And it's also, for a lot of you, it's giving you an excuse to stay in these toxic relationships, or it's one of the main reasons why you keep attracting these relationships and why you keep entertaining them. Okay, so let's dive right into um, to these different lies, Okay. So um, the first lie that we can tend to believe is that I am unlovable. Have you ever felt or do you feel right now that you are unlovable? Because if you feel that way and if you are a follower of Christ, you've given your, your, your life to the Lord, you guys, and regardless, like even if you haven't, like I want you to know like that is a lie right? If you feel like you are unlovable, that is a lie because God says that you are forever loved. Okay. So let's read through scripture in this. And we're going to be reading in Romans 8, 38 through 39. And it says, I am convinced that nothing can ever separate us from God's love, neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither our fears nor, for today, nor our worries about tomorrow, not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. No power in the sky or in the earth below. Indeed, nothing in all creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of God that is revealed in Christ Jesus our Lord. Okay, so that is the first lie that we believe, hey Monica, is that um, that we are unlovable, right? Sorry, my microphone's here. Um, That we are unlovable. And that is a lie. That is a lie that you are believing. And that is going to hinder you from actually receiving the love that God has for you. It's going to hinder you from actually receiving the love um, from the man or woman that the Lord has for you, right? So again, when it comes to relationships, so often, We want to jump into these relationships um, to fill a void or whatever that may be, or just because we want that companionship. And the thing is, is is that if you don't know how to love yourself, if you don't know what God says about you, you're not going to be able to love yourself. You're not going to be able to love others. That's just point blank what it is. And um, I have a whole training in the Breakup to Breakthrough course that is going to talk about all of this, okay? So um, if you're interested in that, just DM me. If you're on the podcast, um, I'll put it in the show notes, okay? So write that verse down, Romans eight thirty-eight through 39. So do you see what we did? We literally, we took the lie that says, oh, I'm not loved. And what we did is we combated that with the truth and what God says, okay? So any of these lies that I share with you, That you may be believing. I want you to write down that lie. Then I want you to write down that scripture. And then I want to encourage you to start meditating on that scripture. To start memorizing that scripture. Because that is how you fight in the spirit. And also, just from a practical level, that's how you start making new neural pathways in your brain. That's how you start retraining your brain to what actual truth is. Because right now... um, this is for all of us, uh, all of us at some capacity, we are believing in lies, right? We are, we are settling an agreement with the enemy and the Lord is saying, no, like come in agreement with me, like trust what I have to say, right? And sometimes so often, um, and again, like I'm guilty of this as well Is like, like we will believe what the enemy says more than what God actually says, right? Because it feels like the truth and the Lord is saying like, no, like believe what I say about you because that is the truth. Okay. The second line that we tend to believe um, is that we are, that we are scarred, right? That we are scarred and that we are broken. Okay, so I want, you, I want you to know today that if you are feeling scarred, if you are feeling broken, that God says that you are healed. It says in Isaiah 53, 5, it says, but he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him. And by his wounds, we are healed. You are healed. By his wounds, you are healed. So you can stand firm in that if you are feeling scarred, if you are feeling broken, look, here's the thing, you guys, like we all have stuff that we have to heal from, right? Whether you are in the healing process right now, or maybe you've realized that the Lord is bringing, you know, bringing some things up right now that, you know, you need to heal from, like, regardless of where you are at, like, know that, that the moment that you gave your life to Christ, that you are, you are healed by his. Wounds, you are healed. You are a new creation, right? I'm not saying that you that you shouldn't like you know go to counseling, that you shouldn't work on this with the Lord. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying it in a sense of like the spirit. Like when you give your life to Christ, like you are a new creation. You don't you you no longer have to find your identity, and you never had to find your identity in your traumas in your past decisions, in your past mistakes, you are made new. And that is a lie that a lot of us are believing. Okay. This is, um, very prevalent as well. in in women that I've worked with, um, when they're going through their sobriety journey, where they feel like they have to constantly say that they are an alcoholic or they are an addict, like, no, you don't have to speak that over yourself, right? Do the work that you need to do to stay sober and to follow the Lord. But You don't have to wear a label on yourself that says, hi, I'm so-and-so, I'm an addict, right? You are made new. You don't have to wear that label. Acknowledge your faults, acknowledge your your flaws, and ask for help from the Lord and get help from godly counsel as needed. But you don't have to wear that label. You don't have to wear the label that you were a victim in this or that. Like You are no longer operating from a space of, of being a victim, if you don't want to, right? Once you are saved, once you start walking in your faith, you are all—you are already in a space of victory. You should already be operating out of a space of victory. Even if it doesn't feel like it, the Lord gives you that authority and he gives you that grace. And um, he is telling you that you are healed by his wounds. You are healed. You are a new creation, okay? The third line that we tend to believe is when we say that I am weak. Are you always saying I am weak? Because God says that he makes you strong. He makes me strong. He makes us strong. It says in Psalm 18, um, 32, it says, um, God arms me with strength and he makes my way perfect. God arms me with strength and he makes my way perfect. So often, We are so used to just mustering up the strength within ourselves. We're so used to doing everything ourselves. We're so used to um, just always being in control. We want to be in control. And that's just just on being human, right? And so we forget when we start following Christ that we no longer get our strength from ourselves. We get our strength from the Lord. And you guys, like the Lord, he has some strength right? And that strength is not going to run out. So I want to encourage you that if you are feeling weak today, that you ask the Lord to give you strength, but he already says that you already have it too. I think so often we pray for the strength and God is saying, just like in this verse in Psalm 1832, he's saying, it says, God arms me with strength and he makes my way perfect. So you already have this strength. You just have to, quote unquote, activate it, right? You have to realize that you have it and start operating out of that space. Just like I said, you were already in a space of being victorious, right? You're already in that space, but you have to believe it and you have to start operating out of that space. The fourth lie that we believe um, is that, so here's the thing. We all sin. We all make mistakes, right? Right? When we make mistakes, we tend to wear that label of our mistakes, like I just talked about, right? And we tend to label ourselves and say, like, "Oh yeah, I'm a, I'm a sinner, just like everybody else." And I'm a sinner, like yes, like we all sin. But when we get to a certain point in our walk with God, um, you will no longer desire. You will no longer. Okay, I don't want to say like 100% that you're no longer going to desire to sin because there's times where I just like, I think about drinking, I think about doing things that are probably not the best thing, but I don't do it, right? So I don't want to say that's for everybody, but you get to a space where you don't want to intentionally sin, right? When you get to this, like when you start learning who God is, when you start walking the walk, You get to a space where you just don't want to intentionally sin because you know the ramifications on that. You know that you're being disobedient to the Lord. You know that it's just not going to be for your best interest, right? But when we get to the space, especially as Christians, where we start realizing, holy crap, like I like, I'm not really a good person. And I say that in a sense where it's like, the only reason why we are good is because God is good. Us alone, like by ourselves, like we're not good. We are good because God makes us good, because God helps us in that department, right? So I say all that to say is that sometimes we can wear the label of sinner and we can have and be in the space of unforgiveness, but God says that you are forgiven. In 1 John 2, 12, it says, I am writing to you, who are God's children, right? Very important like obviously we have to give our life to the Lord for us to, you know, get these like benefits if you will, right? It says I am writing to you who are God's children because your sins have been forgiven through Jesus. That's in 1 John 2:12. Very plain and simple. And the Lord makes everything so practical and so simple. So if you are feeling unforgiven, I'm telling you today that if you are following Christ, if you have given your life to Christ, you are forgiven. And it says so in God's word. Now, we don't want to continue walking in this way where we are intentionally sinning because that's that's just taking God's grace for granted, right? That's just kind of like a slap in the face, right? Um, we're all in different spaces where the Lord is working with us on different things. And so I never want anybody to feel like either that you are just like following Jesus means, means that you are going to be perfect that's not the case at all every one of us is on a different um is in a different space um in our walk with Christ right so I don't want you to be too hard on yourself I want you to give yourself the same grace that God is giving you but I also want you to be real with yourself and know that like like don't get to a space where you're just taking god's grace for granted and you're intentionally sinning but God is saying here if you're like Like, you know, like God knows your heart, like you're walking the walk, you're doing your best, you're seeking the Lord and you're allowing him to refine you. Like he's saying, like, just chill. Like, don't worry about it. Like you are forgiven. Don't let the enemy have a foothold in your life where you are believing that you are not forgiven and you are not saved. That's a lie from hell. Okay. God says that you are forgiven. It says, again, I am writing to you who are, who are God's children because your sins have been forgiven through Jesus. Okay, so we're going to go over a few more here. Okay, Um, maybe you are feeling abandoned, right? A lot of us have or can feel like we've been abandoned for many different things. Whether it is from childhood, um, whether it is just from people in our lives, whatever that may be, like friends, whatever, we can feel like we are um, abandoned. Right, and what does God's word says? Say, God's word says I that you are adopted, it says I am adopted. It doesn't matter if your earthly father isn't here or was never in your life or your mother, it doesn't matter. God adopts you. It says in Ephesians 1 5, it says, God decided in advance. That's just mm, that is just that's a key word here. God decided that. In advance, before you were even born, to adopt us into His own family by bringing us to Himself through Jesus Christ. This is what He wanted to do, and it gave Him great pleasure. Ephesians one five. Write that down. There are so many like key words there that is just going to feel make you feel like oh, I'm so loved. And it's not just about the feeling, but it's like knowing, like God says this in his word that he has adopted me. He has adopted you. I'm going to read that again. It says, God decided in advance to adopt us into his own family by bringing us to himself through Jesus Christ. This is what he wanted to do. And it gave him great pleasure. He chose you in advance, right? There's another verse that says he chose you even um, while you were sinners, while we were sinners, right? He chose us anyways. And he took and takes great pleasure. We already talked a little bit about this, but um, about being broken, but I want to give you another verse on that because this is usually a big one. And God says that you are not broken, that you are whole. In Colossians 2.10, it says, so you also are complete through your union with Christ, who is the head um, over every ruler and authority. I'm going to move a little quicker through these, okay? The next one is if you are feeling rejected, God says that you are His. In Isaiah 43, one, it says, do not fear. I have redeemed you. I have summoned you. You are mine. This is a big one, especially for relationships. When you are single in your single season, where where you feel like you are alone, right? Where you're always just saying, I'm just alone. I'm just lonely. But God says he is always with you. And sometimes we see that as cliche, but it's so true. It says in Joshua one nine. this is a prophetic um, scripture. Um, Do not be afraid or discouraged for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. I'm gonna repeat that again. Do not be afraid or discouraged for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. That means wherever you are at, the Lord is there. You get to call on him 24 seven. You don't need a pastor. You don't need me. You can call on the Lord 24 seven. He is there. I want to go over probably one more with you guys. If you are feeling lost, if you are believing this lie where it's like, like if you're already in Christ and you're like, I'm so lost, blah, blah, blah. I want to encourage you. That if you are lost when it comes to the relationships that you have in your life, you're, you feel lost when it comes to your single season, you feel lost, you know, um, and maybe your addictions, whatever it is, if you are saying that you are lost, I want you to know that God says that he gives direction. He gives you direction. And it says in Isaiah 30, 21, it says, whether you turn to the right or to the left, your ears are will hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it. God will make your path straight. Do not let fear or the lies of the enemy stop you from moving forward into what God has for you. Don't let the lies or the fear, fears that you have stop you from leaving that relationship that you know the Lord is calling you out of. Whether it be toxic or whether it just be a relationship where the Lord has clearly said, this guy is good, but I see the future and this is not my best for you. Don't let don't let the lies and the fear stop you from moving forward. I know that it is scary. I know that it is um, hard to move forward when you don't know um, what the future holds, right? It's that fear of the unknown. But I am telling you from just my little bit of experience, and I say a little bit because I feel like, you know, I've only been saved, you guys, for like five maybe five-ish years, and I'm speaking from that experience of truly walking with the Lord. I can tell you in the times where I have not listened to the Lord, where I have went about and and did my own thing um, because I was feeding my flesh, because I was feeding my pleasures, because I was operating out of my emotions, it always led to heartbreak. It always led to unnecessary pain. It always led to something... um, just being delayed, that didn't need to be delayed, right? But every time I listen to the Lord, there may have still been some pain and some heartbreak, but there was a light at the end of that tunnel. Because when we are with God, when we open and surrender up to God, he is able to come in and heal what needs to be healed. He is able, like when we surrender to God and we open up to him, we are opening up a space for him to work. Right? Again, so often as human beings, we want to take control. We want to do what we want to do. And God gives you the free will to do so. But so often he's saying, like, dude, like, you have free will to do so. But like, everything that you're doing, just because you have that free will, and there's actually a scripture for this, just because you have free will doesn't mean that you have to do all of this, right? Let's do things that are actually life giving. Let's listen to the Holy Spirit, because again, He hears what we don't hear. He sees what we don't see. He hears conversations that we don't hear. You guys, like you, you could be in what looks like a healthy relationship, but the Lord is telling you to leave and you're not understanding why. And it's because the Lord sees what you don't see. He sees what is going to happen in the future. He sees how this is going to only hurt you even more. There are some of you that are in relationships that, again they are not horrible but there has been red flags that you are ignoring that you have ignored and you are in a space where you're just like in confusion or you are pushing through those red flags because you don't want to be alone because um, you don't want to be alone or you don't want to you know see the truth you don't you don't want to be in a space of healing again right? And I get that. But the truth is, the Lord knows best, right? And I know that sometimes it doesn't make sense. And I know sometimes it can look all good. And you may feel like this is where you need to be. But you guys, at the end of the day, if the Holy Spirit is telling you to do something different. Do that. And I promise you, you will be way better off. It may hurt. You may need to heal from it. But the Lord is going to be with you. Okay. So, all that to say, you guys, what again, like just to remind you, what again that we did here as we were, you know, breaking down these lies together, I want to encourage you to do this at home as well. To take a piece of paper, this is something that I do with my clients. Take a piece of paper, write down. The different things that you think about yourself, whether it comes to relationships, whether it comes to sobriety, whether it comes to God, write those things down. Write down the lies that you are believing about yourself. Like we talked about, are you feeling unlovable? Are you feeling rejected? Are you feeling broken? All right, friends, so I hope that episode was helpful for you. I apologize for it cutting off at the end, but you literally got pretty much all of the good stuff as far as learning how to fight in the spirit and breaking down those lies of the enemy. But what I did want to let you guys know is right now I do have a couple of um, – Options if you are looking for mentorship. Okay, so right now, today, which is August 25th, um, I have opened up some spots for one on one intensives. This is a coaching. This is basically um, a one-hour coaching call where you and I will jump on um, a Zoom chat and you will share with me what you are struggling with, whether it is about sobriety, whether it is navigating your single season, and we will just work through that. I will pray for you and I will give you some action steps to move forward um, with that particular struggle. Right now, that is only $47 right now. I currently have five spots available. actually, I think I have a little bit more than that. Um, I will go ahead and put my calendar link in the show notes. Okay. Once those spots are taken up, they are taken up and um, the price will go back up after that. The second option that I do have for you guys is obviously my one-on-one mentorship, whether that is for sobriety or navigating through your single season. I have two separate applications for that, that you can fill out. This is a four-month mentorship designed to help you walk your journey through um, your faith, through sobriety, and or um, through your single season, okay? So like I said, there are two separate applications for that. So make sure you fill out um, the correct application for that. And again, that's in the show notes. Um, But that's, again, you and I working together one-on-one, and it's a very high level of accountability and support with that. Okay. It's like having a mentor in your pocket. That's what I'm there for. Um, so there's that option. Um, the last option is that if you are um, struggling when it comes to your single season, you want to know how to prepare for your godly husband. You want to get some tips on how you can stop attracting toxic relationships right now. Um, right now it's Friday. So Monday, this will end, but Right now, I have the pre-order link open for you guys um, to pre-order the course Breakup to Breakthrough, okay? This course is a self-paced course designed to help you navigate through your single season and um, help to prevent you from attracting toxic relationships and to help you prepare for your godly husband, okay? So you can pre-order that with the link in the show notes as well. Um, Right now, it is $100 off um but um i also do want to say that if you do end up signing for signing up for the full mentorship the 4 month mentorship you actually get this whole course for free plus any further trainings that will be added to it, okay? So keep that in mind. That's a little bonus, um, but you can look at all the information um, below um, in the show notes, but I just want to let you guys know those different options. So um, in, in case you're looking for support and looking for help, okay? So just to reiterate, I have the one-on-one intensives for $47 right now, which you can book with the link in the show notes. Make sure when you book your... Um, your call, you then check your email afterwards, because that's where you will receive the invoice to finalize your booking, okay? Um, The second option is working with me one-on-one in the four-month mentorship, or third, if you want more of a self-paced option to navigate your single season, then that's going to be pre-ordering the um, the course. So if you have any questions, please feel free to email me at crystal, and that's spelled C-H-R-Y-S-T-A-L, at clean c l e a n and a n d f i t dot net love you guys so much have an amazing day and i'll talk to you soon